This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own snish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. Oh my God, it's a beautiful Tuesday afternoon here at Truth Seek Studios. Uh, what do you think, Dutch? I think it's a good Tuesday, yeah, not Tuesday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday <laughs> here on the Wrestling Open Forum show, Tuesday. and that's right. If you are here at TrypticMedia.com backslash WF show, or on the Spreaker app, you're Spreaker. listening live like to Spreaker. the Wrestling Open Forum show, and that's right, we are live. This is not pre-taped. The, the intro is pre-taped, because we tried to do it once live, and I screwed it up. <laughs> so uh, we just play play what we have. Uh, but yeah, so I'm Patrick, and beside of me is my co-host Dutch. What up? And we'll get to we'll get to the special guest here in a second. So uh, real quick, we'll do our usual uh, house cleaning. Mm. If you've never listened to this show before, mm-hmm. uh, we do this like a PTI. Pardon the interruption. Uh, are they on ESPN Dutch? Yes. PTI? Okay, so PTI. Pardon the interruption. Uh, bald black guy, and it used to no, it's still the Canadian dude, right? The white Canadian dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old yeah. white Canadian and, dude. Uh, Mike Wilbon. I don't know their names. Yeah, another. The other gentleman's Mike Wilbon. But yeah, that's that's the format of this show. Okay. Uh, I, Patrick, have been in the professional wrestling business uh, inside, we say on the inside, for probably the last 13 or 14 years, and Dutch is a super fan. And the gentleman that we have with us, who we'll introduce here in a second, is also a super duper fan. <laughs> that's what we're going to call Bob the super duper fan. Bobby the super duper Bobby fan. Bobby the super duper fan, but Bobby is that's joining you. us. Bobby, I don't have your mic live yet, so hold on. I know you're just jumping at the bit to talk. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we have a phone number that you can call starting at 710. That's in seven minutes. And it mm-hmm. is 980-330-2156. 980-330-2156. And we have, sorry, we have a, a audience. <laughs> yeah, we do. Don't we? You want to say hi to everybody? Hey. That's Cy. He, him and Odie, the d- official dog of the Wrestling Open Forum show, are you'll hear him our bark audience every now and for then. the day. Yeah, we'll, yep. you'll hear him run around and bark, and Cy's going <laughs> to hang out with us today, right, Cy? Yeah. So we're going to have fun, and we're going to talk wrestling. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful part about this radio show or podcast or whatever you want to call it is that you can be a part of it, and you can call in at 980-330-2156. <laughs> yep, there we go. First There's bark. Odie. There There's Odie. He wanted to get on the podcast. <laughs> So, yeah, so you can call at any time uh, after 710, and if we're not in the middle of a subject because we don't have a call log, uh, we will answer your phone call. If you're trying to time out a call, wait till we finish with somebody and then call us, and hopefully Dutch will answer the phone right. He gets one miscue a show. I do not. You they hang up. Miscue. You get one miscue. Oh. I know, right, Odie? Stop. I know. Thank you for taking my side. Thank you. Yeah. I had to say something about barking, and now Odie wants to bark all the time. <laughs> okay, okay. Now Here we now are. We gotta, now we got to be serious, okay? All right. All right, so let's introduce our special guest who's going to give us his recap of the Ring of Honor in Concord uh, from last weekend. We're going to do that at the end of the show. So uh, 
super duper fan Bobby. Bobby, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. I hope you guys are doing great. Like us or the people that are listening? Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Bobby wants everybody to do Well, great. we are good. We know that. We're good. We are Sorry, fantastic. Okay, Sai's good too. So yeah. For somebody that doesn't like McDonald's, man, you eat there all the time. I don't. Sai likes McDonald's. Sai. Oh, Why? just yeah, just for the record, I'm gonna put this out there. That hold on, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm talking. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Cyrus loves McDonald's, and we went and got McDonald's. And we got Dutch McDonald's, mm-hmm. and Dutch ate his McDonald's. Yes, I did. I have not eaten a, one bite of my McDonald's. So during this podcast, I'm going to be eating, eating my McDonald's, okay? <laughs> you got to make sure you eat it before it gets cold, because it is horrible when it's cold. And McDonald's, if uh, you would like to sponsor this podcast, you are more than welcome to contact us on the contact information yeah, on absolutely. Spreaker or yeah. on our website at triptych, T-R-I-P-T. TYKmedia.com backslash WOF show for Wrestling Open Forum show. Kind of cool. Have so, yeah. sponsor us. So, we have five minutes, so we'll touch on a few things. Uh, what, like, what's been going on in wrestling? Dutch, tell me. Uh, I've, I've, been, I've been on vacation. Oh, yeah. So, um, so, I'm not, I'm clueless as to what happened. Well, Ring of Honor just uh, well, hold came. Hold off on Ring of oh. We're going to talk about Ring of Honor at the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, we'll touch up on uh, some American-made stuff, baby. We'll talk right. uh, a little WWE, I guess. Okay. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> Brock Lesnar is threatening to leave um, WWE if he loses at SummerSlam. No, so. I saw it. Is this like shooter or is this angle? I'm still trying to figure that out. Because uh, from what I've read, uh, Lesnar has not actually filed a claim to retest for uh, for UFC yet. So that has been shot down. So now we're trying to figure out if he is going to go back. Because John Jones did call out Lesnar. And then, yeah, I heard about that. And then Lesnar, <clears throat> excuse me. And then Lesnar uh, made a comment back saying, be careful what you ask for, son. So I wonder exactly what's going to happen. I mean, if because uh, like I said, the plan is to have Lesnar hold it until WrestleMania 34, and then Roman's supposed to beat him. So we'll see if that actually holds up, or maybe they maybe they terminate the contract, maybe they mutually part ways. Yeah, why, do, why doesn't he like go and then come back? That's what I don't understand. I would do why it. Why don't Reigns have the title and then Lesnar come back at WrestleMania? And beat him for it. Yeah. Sure. I don't see why not. I mean, they could do that. over Samoa Joe. <clears throat> Dude, yes. Samoa Joe being champ would be more more logical, I think is the word I, I want to say there. I, yeah, that uh, sounds good to me. Or Strowman. Strowman has been on a tear since he's come to Raw. He has. Like, he has been great since he's debuted on Raw, since this whole thing has started. I think he's probably been one of the best wrestlers, and he gets one of the best pops every night. So Agreed. Why not have him run the show Bobby your thoughts well uh <laughs> the whole mess with Brock going is, is he going back UFC is he going to stay with WWE you know it, it just it's really my block my blow into me because he's he's not on there every Monday night as being the champ you're supposed to be on there every night I feel like agreed and do be available to do house shows when you're available. And it it doesn't give the meaning to the title if you're not there. So I feel like he should drop it at SummerSlam to either Joe or Braun Strowman. I feel that way too. I agree. I and, really do. Uh, I think it's I think it's better for the major fan base that something like that happens, Bobby. I really do. Because when you have a champion that's there once every four weeks, it just kind of ruins the title picture. And we, I think you hit it. 
where you have to look at it and look and see how, like, look at how good everything is when he was there. Okay. Like when he does angles, like when he did the angle with Joe. Oh, no, I like agree what with built, that. what they built this time. And yeah. you think about, like, what if he was full-time? Think about what they could do and how interesting they could make it. Sure. And it's it's almost – I feel like that the angle with Joe is a, is, like, the best you're going to get. I think so, too. I think it was perfect. Like, it's not going to – like, him and Reigns, no matter how they build it, isn't going to – because everybody, everybody either loves or hates Reigns. Yes. Everybody was still on the fence with Joe. Yes. So you're not going to get any better than and your, Joe built his, Joe. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it Joe. made and it made and he does what he's supposed to do. He yeah. he makes he makes stars and he made Joe a star. He really and Joe did. will be a star for as long as he wants to, <clears throat> as long as he wants to be on the grind of WWE schedule. And think about this too. He's one of the very few people, maybe a handful of people, and when I say handful, maybe three, that actually went in there and dominated him the entire match that he was in. Like you know, you had Goldberg beat him mm. a minute and a half. You had uh, Samoa Joe. Going there, beat the crap out of him the entire match. I'm trying to think of anybody else. I know Undertaker gave him one hell of an ass whooping. Uh, besides that, I can't the, really. Uh, Reigns <clears throat> held his own pretty well. At yeah, Mania. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's just to me, I feel like he really did have a. Uh, he hasn't really been manhandled, and then when Joe did, it's kind of like yeah. Well, Joe was like, Joe was special because they hadn't. They they had built Joe through the angle, but they hadn't built Joe into a superstar yet. Yeah. So this was like a wrestler that everybody knew. This is the first chance, besides Balor winning the Universal Championship right Absolutely. out of the gate. Yeah. This is the first chance they've taken on somebody that isn't built by WWE. Absolutely, and I think they really uh, like the direction it took because he's back in the match again. Which it makes sense to put Joe, I thought, to me, hey, rematch between these two again. But now they want to go the Fatal 4-Way. We have... Strowman, Reigns, Lesnar, and uh, Joe. So let's see what, what they're going to do. Because, I, I mean, they really could. This could be a great match. I mean, three of the guys that are in this match, people love. People love Brock Lesnar. People love Samoa Joe. People love Braun Strowman. And, you know, like you said, people are on the fence. Or not on the fence, uh, but they really boo the hell out of uh, out of uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah. So I'm really interested well, they, to see what happens. Some it, people cheer. He's, like, he's almost got that Cena level. He is. He's the like, modern day Cena split. right now. Yeah, I mean, there's still Cena there. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, Cena, you know, apparently he's not going to be around much longer, so we'll see. Yeah, he's shooting movies. Yeah, he's shooting we'll movies. Yeah, we, we well, will hey, definitely let, touch on that. Let's just go ahead and talk about that. You want to? Yeah. So, so here I need the topic, Bill. I haven't loaded. Buy me some time, Dutch. Buy me some time. Okay. So, um, don't go into the topic yet. No, no, no. So, uh, Bobby, right, I, got it. I got it. I got it. Well, well, you know what. Never mind. Patrick's got it. Apparently. Topic number one. Apparently, you want to take? You take this touch. Yeah. Okay. So I just read that John Cena is going to be in the new Bumblebee movie. And when I say Bumblebee, I mean Transformers movie. So that's the uh, the big thing. You read about that too, right, Bobby? Yeah, I have heard about that. Now, what do you, what what do you think about it? Give us some uh, substance, Bobby. Bobby. I, Give us some substance. Well, Give I'm, us your thoughts. I, I guess it's good. I mean, I feel they shouldn't do another Transformers movie. I think they've overblown it. They should have did just the last, the original and then the second one. That was it. But now they've kept on adding, kept on making it and everything. I'm like, oh, goodness, really? Another Transformers movie? Well, you have to ask yourself. 
Can John Cena be better than Mark Wahlberg? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Come on. And see, I love Cena. Don't get me wrong. I love John Cena. But you're right, Patrick. Can he be better than Mark Wahlberg? You, well, you won't know like until we see it. He, I feel like what needs to happen is we need to get a clip, like they announced this on E! News, of the woman saying, oh, and this just in. Sorry, I had to swallow my sandwich. <laughs> oh my God. This just in. There is a new lead in the Bumblebee. Oh, God, I know what he's going to do. The Bumblebee, uh, whatever it's called. Spinoff. Maybe. Spinoff of Transformers. It's going to be called Transformers Bumblebee. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I would die. Sing it, sigh. Sing it, sigh. <laughs> Keep going. No. <laughs> Dude, I would die. If they did that, man, that boy, that's the best burn right oh there. Oh, my God. He has nailed should, it. Yeah. If he does that, then I'm a fan of E! News for the rest oh, of my life. Oh, man. God. That would rest be so- of my life. You know what we're talking about, Bobby? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, gosh. This stuff is so great. Oh, man. <laughs> well, while, while we got a pause, the phone lines are open, so you can call in if you're listening live at 980-330-2156. That's our open phone line. Dutch will answer. Leave yes, your voice. Dutch will answer. Dutch will patch you through, and then we'll get you on. And you can talk about anything. Professional wrestling. Absolutely anything. And why would you not, Dutch? Headbutt of the microphone. Trying to take a angry. selfie. Of us. Of us. Posting it. So, uh... Let's tackle – Bobby kind of touched on it. Since we got – I mean, we have an hour and 30 minutes to, to yeah. feel. So talk we're just about whatever we talk want. Talk about whatever we want to. And I want to, d- like, dive deeper into on the movie aspect. I know this is a wrestling podcast. No, but show. Bobby made a point of movies being overdone. Sure. And I feel like Transformers are – is overdone. Yep. Are uh, – are, are overdone. The Transformer movies are overdone. Yes, there we go. are. Yep. So do you think – so, Bobby, do you think it would be better if they announced the Bumblebee spinoff with Mark Wahlberg? Uh, that's a tough one. Because from from a career perspective, like every time that John Cena has acted in a movie, he's impressed me. You really think so? I do. Like, okay, when, I, I would like, say you, train wreck. You, you take was... away, like, train wreck, he was good. I heard he was really funny in that, yes, actually. Yes, very funny. I haven't seen it, but I heard, like... Everybody that I know tells me every uh, – put it this way. Anytime a movie gets brought up mm-hmm. and they talk about Trainwreck, they say the best part of that movie was John Cena. Probably. I would assume. Yeah. I mean, you look at his – the commercial he did for uh, – where he was like a lawyer – or no, like a guidance counselor. Have you ever seen that? No. It wasn't a commercial. It was like an online video. Because that's where I've seen it. I've seen a lot of his online videos. The uh, – the armed forces the... video where he's walking through like New Orleans or a city. And oh he's yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah. Like love and all yeah, this. That was pretty amazing. Good. Um, the Gillette one was pretty funny. Gillette one's funny. Yeah, that was funny. He's like, you know why you're gonna do it? Because if I don't, you're gonna beat me up. <laughs> and I even think I even think the Marine was good. The first one was good. Yeah. Was that he did the first one right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. there five now? I have no idea. I, I know. Think I think. Five. I think he's been a marine. I know the Miz has been a marine. I think Dean Ambrose has been a marine. Uh, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase has been a marine. Orton. Or, yeah, was Orton a marine? <laughs> There's five. There you go. Oh. I told you. That's, about, that should be a trivia question. What about Cody Rhodes? Name the five marines. Cody needs to be a marine. They, you think somebody could answer that? Uh, Bobby. Name three of the five. Bobby could answer five of the five. 
Bobby, do you, you go to do you it. go to the trivia nights? Oh, you think you talking about it? My trivia nights? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, exactly. absolutely not. Oh, like a wrestling trivia? Yeah, yeah, just oh, yeah. just a simple trivia question. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one a lot. But I don't personally think that John. Cena, I don't know, man. You never no, know, just, man. You know, he might blow your mind. He's good. I feel like when I'm watching John Cena, I can't get over the fact of how he is in the WWE. Oh, you got to overlook that, man. I know, and when I see him, I'm like. You're acting just like you do in the ring, and it no, he kills doesn't. me. Dude. No, he doesn't. I hate. You just look at his face. Do you th- do you feel like that with The Rock? No, I don't. Why? Because The just... Rock acts exactly like he is in all his movies, except for uh, the one where he was the gay guy. God. Oh, uh, be cool. Uh, what is it called? Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Yep. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Be cool. Except for that, Bobby, you're hot, sir. You are super hot, and we mean yeah. that in the like, literal sense too. Find find a good place for the microphone and leave it there. <laughs> I was talking about that you look good, but I don't oh, know. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, Bobby. You're looking good tonight. But oh, thank maybe, you. But maybe. Maybe John Cena could like do something for I think the Bumblebee you gotta, movie. you got to release the WWE version of John Cena out of your head when you watch it. You know what? I'll do it just for the Bumblebee movie. Watch, just for you. Do, do it for Trainwreck. Have you seen Trainwreck? No. Oh, you got to watch Trainwreck. Trainwreck's good. Amy Schumer's good. Yes. I think so. I was I was, I was, thoroughly, I, I was thoroughly impressed. That's That's... Jumping a little high there, <laughs> I was thoroughly entertained. Okay, uh, by that movie, okay. by the by the comedy uh, of that movie. Bill Hader. Bill Hader's in it. Uh, see, I like him, so I'll give it a shot then. Uh, LeBron okay. James is kind of funny in that and movie. Then you lost me. I mean, I'm not a fan of LeBron James, but <laughs> yeah. he was. Funny I'll watch in the movie. it. He's actually yeah. pretty. Have good. you ever seen that movie, Bobby? <clears throat> no, I haven't. What the hell is wrong with you people? What's wrong with you? We're not the one that goes after and watch. I watch Amy Schumer movies because I don't have anything long? to watch. Yeah, I'm sure it is. All right. Well, you know what? If it's on there, I'll go watch it tonight. Okay. Okay. And give us Just give us for... your review next week. All right. Probably somebody, a star. somebody that listens to the show religiously, take that note. That Dutch. Uh, did, did we? Did you send out a Facebook thing? For yeah. Our... Okay. Because yeah. I did not. You I've did not. Because I was setting up everything. For no, Bobby. don't worry. I, I got us covered. I just thought of that. I did it five minutes after seven. That way, when they see it, they only have five minutes before they have to call. Okay. So, so like <laughs> as Dutch said, we'll get off of the John Cena kick. That's it right there, baby. That's money. That's money. Thank I don't you, care how you put that. it. <laughs> but yeah, he could. Ching, ching. He, he could. That was our soundboard. I'll say that. I'll say it. he could. He could do well. We'll see. I think so. I, I think they've overdone the Transformers thing, but that's not his fault. Mm-mm. And I'm hoping he gets. I mean, I'm sure he's going to get a good payday. It still makes money. Why not? All right. You ready to go to topic number two? Let's do it. Topic number two. I missed the button. Well, he totally missed the <laughs> He missed the button completely. So, Dutch, Dutch, I'll let you take this, the falsely advertised. Okay. So, uh, I guess you could say the internet world of wrestling went balls crazy because CM Punk was advertised on Hulu for uh, SmackDown Live. And a lot of people thought that was going to be the return of... CM Punk. Does Hulu air SmackDown Live? Like on Hulu? Not live, but they show it the next day. So, what do you... th- that's the next day that they show it. So, yeah, they had CM Punk's face uh, from 2012, and they had it where it was talking about SmackDown Live and CM Punk and everything, but it didn't say anything in the description about CM Punk. They just said something did it just, about... Did it have his name? They had a picture of it. Hulu's the one service I do not have. Oh. Yeah, no, it legitimately had a picture of, of him, him? Oh. on Hulu 
advertising SmackDown Live's logo right beside do they each do other. Like, do, do they do like the WWE page, like live events that have the people, like the stars that are going to be on it? No. Like their individual pictures? No, no, no. They just uh, they usually just show a picture of somebody. Like, uh, and so it, they was, just, it was just a picture of him, that's it? It was a picture of him, yeah, in like, you know, like an outlined box. And then it had like SmackDown Live, and it said, what's next on SmackDown Live, blah, blah. I can't remember what was uh, on. I wish, um, I wish, did somebody get a screenshot of this? Yeah, I have it. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. but you don't have our Twitter. You're not, you're not, our Twitter's not hooked up on your phone. No. Ah, we need to do that. But Remind I'll, me to do that after this episode. Okay. But I just thought it was a little interesting yeah, we that need to they put would. Out. I'm, I'm going to do that. After this episode, we'll put out that. Uh, that picture? That picture. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of like, oh my uh, goodness. Now, I mean, there, we, that, we can't really cover that a lot because it was just a mistake made by Hulu. But, question. I'll ask Bobby this question. So, Bobby, you ready to answer this, bad boy? Of course. Bobby, do you think that CM Punk will return to the WWE? I w- no, we won't even say WWE. Do you think CM Punk will return to professional wrestling? I like that one a lot better. If if he still loves wrestling and if he's still eager to get back in the ring, I do think him and Triple H could down the road talk and he could come back. Not on Raw or SmackDown, but I do think NXT. Oh, you think he you think he'd come back on NXT? Well, that's uh. He's too big of a star to do that. To me, that's the better brand going on right now, I think. Well, you have to think about people like Adam Cole want to go to NXT. I mean, it makes sense yeah. if you want to, like, build the build NXT. But, it, I mean, it, if, it, he, it, if he give, goes – go ahead. Sorry. It would. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. He would give NXT – the NXT championship a lot of meaning. And, I mean, it already has a lot of meaning. To me, it has a lot of value because you have people like Bobby Roode that have held it. Shinsuke Nakamura has held this belt. I mean – like you've had really good champions, Kevin Owens. So having CM Punk come to NXT and give that credit to the belt would be really beneficial for WWE. Honestly, it one it would draw in more more people to watch NXT, even though they have a ton of people on that. Yeah, I mean, I think I still well, no, maybe not now, but I think I do think that NXT was what was drawing people to the network. Oh yeah, at the beginning, absolutely. What were you saying, Bobby? But I do think. If right now he's he's okay, if he doesn't want to come back, then you know that's his decision and everything. I still miss the guy in wrestling. Um, yeah. But if he's happy with what he's doing right now and with his wife AJ Lee, then I say by all means, man, good luck. I don't Bobby, Bobby has a plethora of facts. <laughs> I don't think uh, anybody's happy with getting their face beat in. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, I mean, I, like, I don't know. I have I have a completely different opinion than uh, – pull that over you. It's not any – I have a completely different opinion about the UFC thing because everybody thinks that he went there and failed. How many people – I mean, looking past – yes, he, yes, he was a celebrity. Yes, he was friends with Dana White. Yes, he did this and that, blah, blah, blah. How many yeah. people say that I'm going to go to UFC and actually get on a card? It's pretty small. You know what I mean? Small. Uh, so he like he had a goal. Midget. It doesn't matter. Like that's that's the problem with society now. He and he got his dream. It's you. It's in a, in a, in some cases it is whether you win or lose. Sure. But in a case where you have a goal to get somewhere, you are not guaranteed to win. That's the problem with yeah. with kids these days. Is they're they're taught that you're you're guaranteed to win. 
if you I say you're going to do if I say you're going to go do something, you're going to go do it and you're going to do good. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you mean. might you might put in all the time and effort in the world yeah. and still get and still get the crab eat out of you. Yep. You know? Yep. Like you that's that's life. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you chose to do that. Yeah. You walked away from millions of dollars. Sure. Because of your feeling and your happiness is insane when it comes to society these days. Your happiness the fact, at the end of and, the day is what matters. Like, yes, he went in there. Yes, he got beat. Yes, he tapped or he got knocked. I don't know. He got t- he tapped, didn't he? he? No, he got knocked out. Oh, so yes, you got or, knocked out. No, he tapped. He tapped. Yeah, he tapped, right, Bobby? I didn't see it. I think he did tap. I think I don't think he got knocked out. Uh, he got tapped out like a minute and a half. But it was yeah, it was but quick. It's, yeah, but everybody overlooks the amount of time and effort he put into training for that fight. He got in the best shape of his entire life. Like that, you can't let that go null and void just because he got he was he lost the fight. That's somebody committing to a goal and seeing it through. No matter, it doesn't matter how long it took. It doesn't matter how long the 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 contest was or the match or the whatever you call it in UFC. But that's that's what you have to overlook. And that's and if if I was Vince McMahon or if I was Triple H, what I would say, good, good coming from a, uh, no sir. What I what I would say, sorry, I'm having no, to you're good. be bad for a second. <laughs> What I would say is how can we get CM Punk to put that kind of passion back into professional wrestling? Absolutely. Because if we can have him do that, then that they will make us so much money. Even, he will make us so much money, and we if we can figure out how to make him happy here like UFC made him happy there. I'm going to tell you what right now. If it was me, if I was Vince McMahon or whoever owning any company – I would do whatever it takes to get CM Punk back in the ring solely because of the money draw that he is. People love CM Punk. There's people on the page, Bobby, that I know you know for a fact that still talk about CM Punk. I still talk about CM Punk. Hell, on WWE 2K17, I have him downloaded. I love using CM Punk. He's a great wrestler. He's a great charismatic uh, character. He really is. I would do whatever it takes to get CM Punk back in the ring, make him happy. Why not? And the reason he left, there, he has a legitimate reason why he left. Why do you have these part-time veterans come in and overtake somebody that's been busting their ass for the past year and a half? Why does Why does Batista win the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Tell me that. CM Punk was right in what he did. When Absolutely. You, when you had uh, Daniel Bryan red hot as he was in uh... – you're going to have Batista come in there, win the Royal Rumble, and, you know, and not have Daniel Bryan win it when he was red hot. Granted, yeah, they were doing the authority, Daniel Bryan storyline yeah, yeah. and everything. But still, like, it's just mind-blowing to me, these part-timers coming in there, getting these main event spots yeah. and everything. That's the biggest problem I think we have with – the WWE right now is that they give too much to veterans and they don't give too much or they don't give enough to the ones that are busting their ass. If somebody's red hot, you need to roll with the red hot, but there's so many times. Okay. How about the Royal rumble? Was it, I believe it was this year. Yeah, it was Uh Randy Orton won it. This was the year that you could not predict who was going to win the Royal rumble. Like it was kind of hard to predict who it was going to be. But the thing is, Randy Orton wasn't red hot. 
You know who was red hot at that time. Wasn't Randy. Why did he win it? Who was hot? Bray was. Bray was a champion. But I'm still. Oh no, he wasn't champion. No, not yet. No. But why? Like if they if the plan Bray. was in motion for Bray to win the championship at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Then you're building another pay per view as opposed to giving it all away at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but still, Bray was hot. Um, who else was hot? I mean, and the thing Balor is, Balor wasn't cleared. No, Balor wasn't cleared. Uh, another one was they had Rollins. Rollins was very. I think, hot. I, if anything, I, I would give it. I would have the the one person in the final four that would that could have won it that would have shocked me was Jericho. That's who I had picked to win it was Jericho. You could have had Jericho win that, and I thought you could have had Owens. You could have. I but Owens I, doesn't need that yet. No, he. And I agree with that. But the thing is, I, I like that you said that because that was the next wrestler that I was going to talk on was Jericho should have won that Royal Rumble, and that's. Well, in a sense, Jericho didn't need it because Jericho and Owens were going Jericho into their deal. Jericho needs a Royal Rumble win. I don't know. I mean, I don't think don't I don't think, think you so. need a Royal Rumble win, Quay, but I was going to say, uh, I think Jericho already he's already first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he really doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble, and neither uh, Money in the Bank. Jericho has already cemented himself as one of the all-time greats and a first ballot Hall of Famer. So. In my opinion, he doesn't need it. I think he does. I'm no. not saying that he doesn't need it. I don't. I'm not saying that without the Royal Rumble win, he's not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, you're right. First ballot Hall of Famer, he's going. Yeah. There's no, there's no debate he'll about. Go, it. He'll go when he after he retires. Absolutely, that year. I'll be surprised if he doesn't go in as an active star. But the thing is, he should have had that victory. That's one thing I wish Jericho would have had. I really hate I that know. he not. You I don't, do, he you doesn't know, need it. You know the one belt that he never won, but he said he wish he would have won, and he did in the past year. Intercontinental title, U.S. title. Oh, the U.S. No, title. he's he's oh, a right. seven-time, yeah, yeah. seven-time uh, intercontinental champion. But the the belt that he wanted was the United States. They've already, but they've already given Jericho that moment, and that was him beating the Rock and Triple H, or was it Rock and Triple H? Yeah, for the, H, for the undisputed championship, the first yeah. ever undisputed yeah. champion. And I love that. Like that really solidified him that night of like who he was. Where he belongs in the company, I thought that was a great night. But, but uh, back at hand, they they do WWE really does not give these people that deserve these shots. They don't give them the shots. Yeah, the, I mean, I think we're I think WWE is kind of in a transitional period right now. How so? Of like they're they're getting to the point where they can give they're going to give these younger guys the shots and give them opportunities. And they're gonna, you think they're gonna, look at look at Joe? You think they're going to let each other kick their butts? And then give them the shot? No, I think, I mean, they have, I think they have the opportunity. What they've set up on this in SummerSlam is the opportunity for Brock to lose the belt and not get pinned or not look weak. I still think he's walking away. I mean, I do too. But I, but everybody thinks he's walking away. That's why this is the moment that you need to shock the world. Yeah, yeah. This is the moment to shock the world. Yeah. They should beat the hell out of him. Again. Two months in a row, take the take the the butt kicking, and see what happens. Yeah, go with it because it, it doesn't matter how much he gets destroyed. He can come back the very next month and beat the crap out of the guy he's fighting, and be think, right back on top. Like, do you want to do some fantasy booking? Yeah, let's let's let's, let's roundtable fantasy it. book. Okay. So, Bobby, how would you book the main event of SummerSlam? I would. Uh, I would like I said. <sighs> You know, you got four good wrestlers, I think, 
And I think it's just going to be an all-out brawl, good old-fashioned slobber knocker, as the greatest, one of the greatest <laughs> ring announcers of all time, Jim Ross, says. And now you know why we have Bobby on the show. <laughs> and that's why we have Bobby on the show, baby. Woo! <laughs> um, but I would, I would have either Joe Strowman pin Brock. Really? To, uh, yes, because, I mean, that would solidify Joe or Strowman. But you gotta, you gotta give us how it'd go, Bobby. Like, how how do you think the match should end? Have you ever done this before? No, I haven't. Okay, well, we'll pass it on to Dutch. Okay. If it was me, Roman would not be in this match. Oh my God, we are still talking about like what? the match is booked. How would you book the the go home of the match? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I would probably have. Wait, it's not elimination, is it? It's final one pin. Yes. Yeah, it's fatal four way. Okay. So if it was me, I would have uh, obviously Roman, and I would have uh, Strowman having their little battle. Of course, Roman's going to come in, Superman punch, Superman punch. He's going to deliver the spear on Strowman. Strowman's going to roll out. Then okay. you're going to have Joe and Roman have their moment, and then uh, Joe is going to tease the muscle bu- buster over and over again. And of course, he doesn't get that. And then I would have Roman one up Joe, and then you would have. Brock come in, and Brock and Roman are going at it. Brock comes in, gives him the F5, and as he's getting up, I would have Strowman come back, and I would have him um, hit that power slam on Lesnar, but he throws out Roman and gives Lesnar another power slam, like two straight power slams, and solidifies himself. Like, he took out the beast. That's what I want. I want Lesnar to fall. I don't want I don't want Lesnar to win this match. So that's how I would want it to happen. I would want him to hit his finisher multiple times, like he's been doing, and just end it. Just show that he's the top dog. No pun intended. So simple. Of course, it's simple. <laughs> All right, you ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, you have to the 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 big piece of the of the whole puzzle that is that match has to be Strowman and Lesnar facing off. Sure. So what I would do is I'd have, like, Lesnar lay everybody out mm-hmm. and let Strowman get up, them come face-to-face, mm-hmm. them brawl all the way to the stage, and then either Lesnar picks Strowman up and F5s him off the stage and goes with him, mm-hmm. or Strowman power slams Lesnar off the stage. And they both stay down. And they're both out, which leaves Roman Joe, and Joe and Roman. Yeah. And Roman is starting to get over, starting to get over. Joe fights back. Roman goes for a Superman punch, hits the first one. Joe kicks out, sets up for the second one, goes for a Superman punch. Joe ducks out and gets the clutch on him and taps him out. Taps him out. I like that. Yeah. I like how so both then, of them are so then, well, What about then if they just lead, do it at... Then you lead to Strowman and Brock. No title needed because yeah. you have two monsters. Yeah. Moving forward. And they just beat the hell out of each other. And then you have, then you have Joe and Roman. Roman. Going for the belt, and guess what? That makes uh, Vince McMahon all. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then you got yeah. Then you got you got Roman in the in the title scene like you want. You have Lesnar. You've him. you've had Lesnar and and Joe. Mm-hmm. You let Joe have a little title run. Yeah. Then you let Roman beat Joe. Yeah. And that leads to Lesnar coming back after Roman. WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. And you could instead of doing, you could go to the uh, the ramp. You could do the uh, announcers table where he sets up holding. Him. On one table and runs and goes through the table with it. I him. think it's got to be something bigger than that. People, really? get, people get up from that. Yeah, well, I don't know. Randy didn't get up after that dang RKO. <laughs> he stayed down. But yeah, but I mean, you could you could go to that man. 
Like that that's a good ending right there cuz then it gives Joe and Roman yeah, and, to have and, that match. And it leads and it follows the timeline that apparently WWE people that have the insiders to WWE have set yeah. for the next person for Lesnar to be Strowman and then then the WrestleMania would be him, yeah. and, him and Reigns. I think he needs more title notches underneath him. That's one thing I don't like is that you have somebody like Lesnar who should have more notches. You don't think so, Bob? I uh, I don't want to see Roman and Lesnar at WrestleMania. I, oh, it's yeah, it's going to happen, happen, buddy. You better get prepared. That's the two people that broke the street. Yep, that's the whole point. Yeah. Who's the better one? And Roman's going to beat Lesnar. It's just what's going to happen. But it will not be the main event. <clears throat> no. No. You you want to know the main event? You want me to go ahead and ruin it Do for it, you? Yeah, I will ruin it for you. You want to ruin it? I'll tell you, I've been calling it for a while. It's going to be... Oh, I think I'm... You're uh, fine. Okay. Uh, it's going to be Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. And that's going to be for the WWE Championship. I'm down with that. No, it, it's that's going to be, be I, I promise you. I could almost put my... Other paycheck on the line. <laughs> I, I would agree with. Better. I would agree with that. I do think that could that will be the main event. It's going to be good. I just wonder how they're going to. Well, they've already teased it at Money in the Bank, and that was nice. But like like we're saying here, you're giving the opportunity to people that are not WWE made. You're giving people the shot that are red hot. Like give these people the shot. Somebody like AJ and well, they've Shinsuke. AJ. They've Allowed AJ to shine. Shinsuke, I think Shinsuke will beat AJ. I think they're, yeah, I think they're uh, taking their time with with Shinsuke. Oh, absolutely! Shinsuke's there to stay for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, this was, is why we have Bobby on the podcast. <laughs> I do. I think that. Uh, I think Shinsuke beats AJ at WrestleMania for the WWE Championship because I, I can almost guarantee that AJ. Is going to be the champion again before that happens, and I think he's going to. Uh, it's almost going to be a full circle. He's going to win it again at uh, uh, uh what do you call it? Uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, Royal Rumble. I think AJ wins it at Royal Rumble, and then he holds it until WrestleMania, and then Shinsuke beats him. Then, but I mean, I need to know now, Bobby. You don't want to see no Roman or Lesnar. No, because we done already saw that match. Um, great, it was an okay match. You know, but what it, about what about somebody that deserves it? You don't think, uh, Le- or not Lesnar, Roman deserves a title? I'm not saying Roman doesn't deserve the title. I'm just saying I'm just sick and tired of creative shoving him down our throat and Vince McMahon going, "Oh baby, oh baby, oh baby," because <laughs> we all know he loves him, Roman Reigns. He loves he loves big. Strong, tall guys. It's- he really does. And so, <sighs> Roman Reigns, think about this, okay? Let's take this opportunity real quick, all right? I want you to I want you to picture this. In the past year and a half, how many matches has Roman Reigns had that wasn't good? They have all been five-star matches. Every match that he has had has been a five-star match. Right now, tell me... Give me a pay-per-view match that he's had. That he's had? That he's had. Think about that. I say it was uh I say it was last year, uh payback him and AJ had a really good match. Beautiful match. And and I know what people are saying right now. They're crying. 
Oh, that's AJ Styles. That's why I'm so good. Okay, yeah, you know, I kind of give you credit there. AJ makes everybody look good. He had a match on SmackDown with Jinder Mahal when when Jinder first came and won the WWE Championship. Uh, Jinder looked sluggish, but at the same time, he still looked good. AJ made him look great. But the point that I'm giving is AJ and Roman, their match was fantastic. That match was so good. You really thought that Roman was going to win that. Okay, um... Let's think about who did he fight at. Oh, okay. Uh, he fought uh, Kevin Owens when Jericho was suspended. And that was at the Royal Rumble this year. Yeah, it was. Now let me ask you something. That match was so good. And then everybody was pissed off. Why? Because Braun Strowman interfered. Yep. But the thing is... That match was five-star, and everybody's only going to think about why that match was bad is because of the interference at the end. Roman Reigns, on a consistent basis, puts on a good match. He puts on the best he can every night. And he does. He does. I'm not saying he doesn't put on a good match because he does. Yeah. I have no problem with him as a wrestler. I think he is developing – you know, every match, he, he goes out there and he performs, he butts out, and yeah. he works hard and everything, too. The problem I have, and I've said this before, is creative continuing to shoving him down our throats, yeah, forcing him down our throats. Sure. That's the only problem I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can definitely see that. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. There was a point in time where when he was coming out, I was like, get him off the damn screen. Like, it was so annoying to see Roman Reigns all the time. That's all we saw was Roman, Roman, Roman. He would lose, and then he would get a title shot, and then he would get this opportunity, and then he would get this. And I'm like, can we? Can he just wrestle? Just just wrestle. Just have him go against somebody non-title. I'm okay with that. Then him and Strowman started fighting again. It's perfectly fine with it because he's not in the title picture all the time, and I'm okay with that. But now that he's been out of the title picture – and they put him back in. Now, I will say I don't like the fact that he lost, and now he's in this match. I do not, excuse me, I do not like that at all, but he is in the match, but I wouldn't have Roman in this match, no. I would have it Joe, Strowman, and Lesnar. But uh, what were you going to say? Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's just one of them things, man, that, you know, they they won't – Roman as the next John Cena and everything, and Vince McMahon creative, they're going to do whatever they can sure. to have him be the main event and getting title shots their, and everything else too. That's the face of the company right now is Roman. Well, they're trying to make the face. I mean, to me, honestly, when you say the face of the WWE, it's obviously going to be AJ Styles to my. To yeah. me, I think AJ's the face of the company. I do think it'll be AJ. You think it'll be AJ? Yeah, I I could see I could see your point there. I do, I could see AJ Styles being the face of WWE. He needs to be. He is to me. Like when you say who's the best wrestler in WWE, AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ Styles. I mean, think about the year he had last year when he came in WWE. I mean, that pop at Royal Rumble. Yes, that. Pop and that's at the, the thing. Royal that's Rumble. what that's what I'm talking about. Is somebody that's riding hot needs to get that that opportunity they really do so you have somebody like aj come in and he's doing his title run give it to him not somebody that's an old wwe veteran that comes in and just takes that championship 
Like that, and then, like I said, segueing back to CM Punk, that's what he's talking about. Is you don't need to have some guy that has been in with WWE for 15 years and he's been gone for five and he comes back, wins it the next night. It okay. just doesn't make sense. Okay, now, uh, now you said that, but I'm going to throw this at you. Okay. How about, uh, how about when Goldberg came back? I was very, very public. That was, about, a, that was a nostalgia thing. Yeah. And I was very, very public about uh, not wanting Goldberg to win it on the page. I did not want Goldberg to win it. Even though he's my favorite wrestler, or one of my favorites, so, I did not want him to win it. So you didn't want him to have one run with the belt? No. No, I didn't think he needed it. He's already solidified himself in WCW. What he did when he came to uh, WWE uh, the first time, I thought, I mean, that title run was crap anyway. The way Triple H treated him, it was garbage. But at the same time, he doesn't need that title, dude. No, nah, he Goldberg's didn't. Goldberg. No, nah, he didn't need it. No. Yeah, but he sold a ton of T-shirts. And he did. He made WWE. That was the, and I will say this too. That was the highest spike that Raw has had since the uh, Superstar Shakeup. Yes. So it it works with the part-time WWE champion or Universal champion. It, it does work. Yeah. And I see where Pat's coming from. And that's it, what that was all about. Yeah. It was all about Goldberg. Like Lesnar is good friends with Goldberg. It's about Goldberg getting a paycheck, getting a little run, and WWE making money off merchandise. And from what I understand, too. Which in business, in, in wrestling fandom, it sucks, but in business, you have to do it. Yep, and uh, I will say, uh, the first initial thing was not for Goldberg to keep going. He was only no. supposed to be on there for... It's that one match. Yeah, that one match, and then that had built up so much, and the nostalgia was so great. They wanted to extend it, and Goldberg signed again that next night. But see, with Goldberg, the Goldberg win the Universal title, that was a Stephanie McMahon Triple H decision. No, yeah. not not Triple H, a Vince decision. Goldberg didn't want it, but it no, he was didn't. Stephanie and Triple H's. No, I don't know why I said Triple H. <laughs> Bobby, get, get your mind straight, Bobby. I know, I know it's mind blowing being on the show. <laughs> we need you to get your mind straight. It is pretty nice, right? Yeah, but it was. Vince and Stephanie's um, call to have Goldberg become Universal Champ. Yeah, it was, and Goldberg didn't want it. He was very uh, public about that too. He said he didn't like it because he had to get into uh, ring shape, which was what he said. And he, he said, looked good. He did. Like he, um, he trimmed down, but he looked good. He said, uh, "How did he put it? That his training methods were cut down to him crapping all day." Yeah. <laughs> and eating food that was not filling him. I was like, yeah, well, that's what that's happens when you're wrestling. Of, that's the story of the diet life. He said that he was having diarrhea. It was so bad. Oh, really? Yeah, he said he had diarrhea. Mm-hmm. He said he would eat, sleep, and crap. That's all he would do for like uh, two months straight. And he said, this is why I don't miss the wrestling business. He's like, I love this business more than anything, but I hate actually being a wrestler. Yeah. Is, uh Having to diet and look good in tights yep. 24-7. <laughs> Your little undies. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Biker briefs. Whatever you want to call it, bro. It doesn't matter. He wore <laughs> biker boots too, bro. <laughs> he was a cool guy. He was. So is that how, how you feel, Bobby? Yeah. Sorry, I missed it. I had to take my dog out. He's no, there. no, it's, it's okay. He, I don't think Bobby likes me right now. Oh. Because we're talking about how Roman uh, has had five-star matches for the past year and a half. Roman's, Roman's carried. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I told him, I said, any match that you could think of for the next year and a half, or the last year and a half, give me one bad match Roman Reigns had at a pay-per-view. 
They've all been five stars. They've all been very good for WWE standards. Let me put it that way. And WWE it, standards, five yes, star matches. Yes. <laughs> and again, I and again, like I said, I don't hate the guy. Uh, he has developed. He makes them money. Yeah, he, he does. He has developed and you know has been doing great matches and everything. I just have a problem with creative shoving him down our throats constantly. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, does. They have to build. Uh, not everybody can be Cena. And I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like that was your final thought. You just you're tired of it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Pat. All right, Bobby. You want to go to the next topic? You want to send us to the next topic? Three, two, one, yell next topic. So. Bobby, you got to yell next topic. Next topic. <laughs> okay. There Bobby's new. Bobby's new to this. He's new. But, uh, you know what? Before we get to the next topic, we don't need anybody to call because we're having amazing, no, uh, no, we're... amazing conversation right here in this studio. You know what this is? It's a good old slobber knocker. And, it... <laughs> and, and our audience is that. sitting on my lap. The audience is sitting in your lap, yeah. Slobber knocker. What's that, sir? Slobber knocker. Yep, slobber knocker. <laughs> That's what we're having right now. Conversation slobber knocker. So, there had, there was as was reported by, I don't know, we're going to say pwponderings.com. Boom, I like it. And, hey, you give Cy like two seconds on the microphone, he just wants to take over the whole show. Of course he does. So... That there was a, uh, I, I say verbal altercation, not physical, verbal altercation mm-hmm. between uh, Braun Strowman yep. and Karen Jarrett in a Nashville club, yep, bar, something. It was a uh, bar. Give us, give, us, give us a story. Best, okay. Because I know so you've read like three reports. Yeah, I've read like every report there is because there's three different stories on this. Okay, so everything lines up on this part. You have... Everybody showing up after a Monday Night Raw, and uh, GWF stars, global or GFW, yeah, Global Force, uh, Global Force Wrestling, or Impacts, whatever you want to call it, and uh, WWE superstars were all meeting up. They wanted to hang out, so they went and um, started hanging out at this bar, club, whatever you want to call it. And uh, first story that came out is um, you have. Um, oh, Okay, but anyways, computer started talking to me. Yeah, so the first uh, first altercation that came out, or the first story came out, is that uh, Braun Strowman was extremely rude to Karen Jarrett after she asked for an autograph, and then uh, GFW stars were telling telling Strowman who she was, and then apparently he got on his knees and begged her for forgiveness and said he was sorry. It was like basically kissing her feet. Story two is. <clears throat> Strowman ended up uh, seeing Karen Jarrett and uh, saying, hey, it's really nice to meet you. And she was extremely belligerent to him. And uh, that started an altercation. And then the third it story. It was an altercation. It was a verbal. Say verbal because you don't, we don't want people, want people to think that they got physical. Yeah, yeah. There's no physicality in there. Just to let everybody know. Like and a verbal then, disagreement. Verbal disagreement. I like it. Thank you, Patrick. So Just then, uh, the to, next trying to report the news right, unlike CNN. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything against CNN. <laughs> so, um, the third one is that a waitress witnessed the entire alter. alter uh, no, excuse me, verbal disagreement. Verbal disagreement. And that's all it was. Is it was two drunk people yelling at each other, and that was that. Karen Jarrett, Karen Jarrett drunk. You Karen don't say. Jarrett drunk. What? But uh, I love Karen. If I had to choose one, I would. I don't know. Let, let's give Bobby the first go. What do you think? Story one, two, or three. Which one do you think happened? 
Uh, First off, Bobby, did you read about this? Yeah, I I read about it. Okay, so you're in the know. Yeah, I yes, I am. Okay, so your thoughts? I th- uh, if I had to pit story either one, two, or three. Mm-hmm. Do you think that story one was where Strowman was kissing uh, let's her go feet? A little, let's go a little deeper. Okay. Do you think that Strowman got on his hands and knees and begged him not her not to tell? Begged her. Begged her. For forgiveness. For forgiveness. Yep. No, I, or, I, oh, sorry, no. Because Kurt Angle that. has no power in WWE. That's the story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And okay. I think Ron Truman uh, know, like, knows that. And I don't think that him not knowing who Karen Jarrett was and saying no to an autograph or brushing that off is going to get him, like, going to kill his push in WWE. I really honestly believe he knows who she was. Like, let's be real. And he's a nice guy. I was going to say. I've so heard, I don't think, I think that he just didn't think anything of it. Or they, he might not have heard him, heard yeah. her, or he might have just been like, okay, well, just hold on, I'm doing something right now. Yeah, I've heard multiple fan reports that Strowman's probably one of the nicest WWE yeah. stars that you'll meet. And also, you have to understand that, like, Strowman, because I, I talked to Drake, Drake's used to be friends with him. Yeah. Like, because they played softball together. I was going to say, I bet they played softball together. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he didn't, he did nothing in wrestling before he got signed by WWE. Yeah, he went straight to developmental. He was, he was a strong man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, uh, and so he, so why would he know who Karen Jarrett is? Oh, you don't think he would know her? No, I don't think so. If you, if hmm. you, there's WWE people who have no idea who Karen Jarrett is. Like not WWE people, but fans of WWE who have no idea who Karen Jarrett is. Of course they don't. Yeah, yeah. No, we, I, I see that. She, she has never played a major part in, in WWE. No. She's only been in TNA. That's agreed upon. And the only time you ever see her on WWE TV is when Angle won a title, and I think they came into the ring, or he went out there and kissed her. Yeah. And she was super young and looks nothing like she does now. Yep, yep. Okay. So, uh, story two. Do you what do you think say? That, what do you uh, say, Bobby? I, I don't think Strowman got on his hands and knees. Okay, so you say story one's false. Yes. I think, I think that he did apologize and say, please forgive me. I didn't realize... Sure. I sure. didn't realize that you were married to Kurt. Yeah. Or not that you were married, like you were one time married to Kurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what about story two? Because even, think... because even even if oh. he knew, even if Jeff was there, which I, I, I've heard at reports that he wasn't, but yeah, even if Jeff, Jeff was, wasn't there, even if Jeff was there and like Karen and Jeff are married now, how would he know that that used to be Kurt Angle's wife? I don't think he would know. Yeah. There's probably people that have never touched TNA that had no idea that that was, that was the sure. case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Angle's married now. Yeah. And Jared and Karen are married now. Yeah. So that's yeah. not something that you're like, oh, look at, look at Kurt's kids. He's probably never met Kurt's kids before. Probably hasn't. Yeah, I agree. You know, and if he did, well, and, if he did and if he did meet Kurt's kids... How do you know that Kurt and his current wife wasn't with him? Let's be real. He's met one of his kids. He's met Jason Jordan, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's lame and stupid. Let me get serious. I hate. Come Don't ahead. say hate. No, nope, I dislike. Won't. I dislike. That's why I stopped. I dislike that storyline. But anyways, story number two, Bobby. Do you believe that Braun Strowman gave her the altercation, or gosh, verbal disagreement of her life? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I and do you believe that, uh, or do you believe that three, they were both drunk and they just had a verbal disagreement? And drunker heads prevailed. No. 
I could I could agree with three. I think three. I think I think three is the most logic. I think I'm gonna go with three on this too. I think the waitress. I think, you know, they were drunk. I, I got think into it's an it. Exaggerated story to get hits on a website. There you go. That's what I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, That's like, why there's three different. You stories. know who doesn't do that? Who's that? PWPonderings.com. God, you want to say that again? Or Pro Wrestling Sheet. I like Pro Wrestling Sheet. Yes. That's some good stuff right there. Because they're not gonna report unless it's actually like worth reporting. You know, like very, CNN. Very TMZ-ish. I'm just kidding. Very that a, TMZ. That was a joke for the owner. Sorry. Ah ha ha. But he's uh, cool though. He's I, I do. Cool. I do like the whole fact that um, that Strowman's getting publicity. I'm not gonna lie. I love the guy. I think he's good. I think he's getting GFW more publicity uh, than Strowman. Yeah. GFW needs a push. Yeah. Come on, GFW. We, you've done it before, baby. Let's see something. Let's, let's see anthology. Are you keeping part up two. with GFW? No, I was gonna say uh, it's no longer called TNA no more. Yeah, uh, Global Force Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. We know, Bobby. Patrick know. is <laughs> just want to make sure. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know, but it's GFW Bobby... Total Nonstop Impact Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called now. I don't know if you know, Bobby, but he is the biggest Global Force Wrestling fan I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god! Really? Patrick loves Bobby. True. Name two WWE superstars that I heard use their GFW visas to uh, be in the Cruiserweight Classic Tournament. Hmm. Who are now big parts in WWE title programming. I'm going to say one of them's got to be Cedric Alexander. No, he doesn't need uh, Bobby. <laughs> well, so, uh, I'm, I'm only guessing. Bobby, you t- t- you, if, in order to need a visa... To work in the U.S., you have to be from outside of the United States. Oh, yeah, States. that's right. Duh. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> Bobby, I'm just saying this is live. We can't take anything out. We can't edit, so everybody heard you say we that. We can't edit. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby is still mind blown from being on the show. Yeah. <laughs> the show that a couple hundred people listen to every week. The lights are bright. I'm the just saying. The lights are bright. We have spotlights on us. You know what? We, well, no, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bobby. So, you so two international... Stars. International. Not even stars, just international talents that were in the Cruiserweight Classic that are now a huge part of WWE programming. Do, you, gonna, do I need to give you a show? No, I'm going to down? I'm gonna have to say... Uh, you don't remember the names, do you? No, I remember some of the names. There's only two. Wow. They, they got visas for Global Force Wrestling, and they use those visas to do the... Cruiserweight Classic until they got signed by WWE. Freaking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so freaking brilliant. Insane. And if you watch the Global Force Anthology that is on Fight, wink, wink. Wink, wink. Uh, one Night Only uh, by Global Force Impact Wrestling TNA Live, then you will see them. <laughs> one uh, guess, Bobby. One guess. Make it a smart one. From out of the country. Hmm. Oh, is that your? I thought that was a hint. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, Bobby. They're modern day. They are currently. They're modern list. day. Modern day. I can't give you more hints than that, Bobby. I, I, they are part of the modern day. I'm on, I, <laughs> I, I'm going to take a wild guess here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And say uh, one of them, gentleman Jack Gallagher. No. Nope. Do you want me to, that was a good guess, though. Do you want me to fill you in? Yes, please. The Singh Brothers. Yep. See, really? Yes. Yeah. 
God, that's so brilliant. <laughs> yes. Now, hey, GFW, then, like, we want to come wrestle for you. Well, they like they, okay. they picked them up in India when they did India shows. I, 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 pres- I don't know that for a fact, but I would assume yeah. that they found them when they did the India shows. The India shows, because they're from India. Probably. And uh, brought him in, for, and Jeff brought him in for the GFW. I mean, I don't know if any of that. I know, I know, he did bring him in for GFW when they did yeah. all their shows, all their TV tapings. And it's and on not to pick on GFW, but that's brilliant. That because he needed something because he spent so much money on that on the production of those TV shows that were in, in Vegas. India? Yeah, no, in Vegas because okay. they filmed the GFW tapings in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And there were TV tapings, and he was shopped it around, and nobody was ever biting on it. And he kind of was into international stuff, like people wanting it kind of internationally. And then that's when he got back in TNA, Impact, Global Force, uh, Wrestling, Total Nonstop Live. I can't stop thinking about it. And and now and now he's recycling that footage under the GFW Impact Live. Really? Name? Yeah. It's. I mean, that's br- that's brilliant, and that's smart. Pretty good, actually. Part, yeah. It's I mean, so, you it's, can't you can't discredit Jeff Jarrett's business like business mind. He's That's a smart man. He doesn't make like I don't agree with all of his choices, but I don't agree with all of McMahon's choices. Yeah, I don't either. And I think like hearing, and I'm going to say this: hearing the like if you listen, if you listen to like just watch the This Is the XFL yeah. uh, documentary, sure, and you find out that the reason that WWE created is somebody calling. Answer that, Dutch. I can't see. Oh, nice. So even if you you gotta accept it first, Dutch. Hello. Hey, hold on a second, okay? Is she getting on the is she getting on the show? This is making my... No, we'll get into that later. We need to talk to this young lady. Alright, so... I'm sorry I'm cutting in on my, my rant. I'm going to remember it and we're going to finish that later. We've but got to finish that, yeah. We have on the phone right now... I'm going to let Dutch introduce her in a second. <clears throat> She is the biggest professional wrestling fan in the world. <laughs> Maybe the universe. If there are aliens, she's a bigger wrestling fan than them. <laughs> she has bigger than Martians. She has uh, over 30 John Cena t-shirts in her closet. Are you serious? Yeah. You know, and, you know who uh, she has more t-shirts of? Kevin Nash himself. What? She has more Kevin Nash t-shirts probably. I was getting there. She has 40 Kevin Nash t-shirts. <laughs> Ten of those are NWO versions. <laughs> so, Dutch, without further ado, how about you introduce uh, your biggest fan? My mother. Hello, hey, mother. Can Dutch's you hear mom? Us? You there? Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. Whoa, she is loud. Hold on. We're turning you <laughs> okay, down. Okay, we got you. You there? How are you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, uh, we're crap. good. We're going to need you to turn your radio down. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, holy cow. Why is she so loud? You're so loud. Hold on a second. I got, I got you set up yep. now. Go ahead. We got you. Go ahead, Dutch. Tell us a little bit about your mom besides her 40 Kevin Nash shirts and 30 <laughs> John Cena shirts. So my mother was actually a big wrestling fan uh, when I was growing up. Uh, one of the main reasons why I started watching WCW, uh, but they used to go to the shows whenever they were in like North Carolina and Virginia and stuff like that. So she was in the, you know, what was the Southern Territory down here? NWA? 
Yes. Yeah, so they went to the NWA shows and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's one of the reasons why I was a big NWO fan, because my mom was a big mm. Kevin Nash fan. Gotcha. And, uh, but, of course, I was a big Sting fan. So she, so was she. Oh. So I started following Sting and Kevin Nash, and then the NWO was created and stuff like that. So, so I have uh, my mother for my WCW nostalgia. So Dutch's mom, when did you become a fan of professional wrestling? Probably, oh my god, I was probably twenty. Oh, I love this. Nineteen, <laughs> twenty years old. So nineteen eighty-two or three. Okay, and you have you have to tell me how you how you became a fan. Couldn't hear you. You have to tell me how you became a fan. Um, I had an ex boyfriend that watched wrestling, for one thing. But my dad used to watch wrestling back in the Wahoo McDaniel Ricky Steamboat days, way back then. Ah. So my dad really got us into wrestling, watching Wahoo McDaniel wrestle. Okay, so are, did you grow up around the Charlotte area? Well, my dad was in the military. Okay, so he's from this area, but we moved a lot because he was in the navy. No, but ever from the time you became a professional wrestling fan, you've lived in like the Charlotte area. Is that right? I lived where in the Charlotte area. Yes. Okay. Um. So you used when to go, I first started out, yes. So you used to go to the, like the NWA shows at Independence Arena and stuff like that. Yes. Or what about the high schools? Did you ever go to high school shows? No. Okay, because they had... They no, they had were in, all at Independence Arena. Okay, now, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to timeline it. Oh, yeah. I could tell you who her favorite wrestler oh, was. Did you ever if go to... If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh-huh. um, Kevin Nash, when he had his car accident, was actually at a show in Charlotte at, at Independence Arena that might have happened. Ooh, I think and you're right. He had left that night, and he had the car accident and was killed. No, 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 not, no, not, not Kevin Nash. Not, not killed. Nash. Not killed, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> not Nash. Whoa, whoa. Broke his back. Okay. No, no, you, you, Mom, you're mixing up uh, Magnum TA. Isn't that what I said? No, you said Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Magnum TA. When she was well, telling the story, I was like, yeah. on the radio, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, no, wait, wait a minute. She's talking about Magnum TA. So she's talking about that so, was her favorite wrestler before now. So, so everyone that's yeah. listening, this is Dutch's mom. So <laughs> any, even if she's wrong in her facts, we're going to make her think that she's right because we, we love her. So I'm kind of losing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you're better than Dutch because Dutch is young and he's losing his mind. Yeah, well, <laughs> guess who you get it from? <laughs> But she was a big Magnum TA fan, and uh, yes, I did huge. not we know. Need to, has she ever met Magnum? Did you ever I've meet him? I've seen him, not met him. Oh, we need to bring your mom along She'd and let that. her meet some of these people that we know. I know she liked that oh mustache. Uh, I could, I could, I could get you. No, to where she you does can not meet. need to meet these wrestlers yes. because then oh, the Magnum is the sweetest guy ever. Yeah, I know. I was I've also heard. a huge Nikita Koloff fan. Nikita Koloff, uh, I was actually such a big fan of his that I had a cat. That was named Nikita. Nice. <laughs> I'm more falling more and more in love with your mom. Right now. <laughs> more and more on the show, baby. On the show, everyone listening is listening is feeling. You can just close your eyes and feel this love happening. <laughs> it's like it's like Mike and Maria all over right now. <laughs> so yeah. So what what is your favorite match that you've ever seen live? I have, I have so many um, so many questions. Probably. This is going to feel the rest of the show. It was in Charlotte, and I think Christian was with me. 
and who was it that wrestled oh, Christian? Oh, you're with talking Rick about Flair, where they pulled that girl's shirt off. She's talking about when Gorgeous George's uh, top came off and Mean Gene Oakland covered her. Ah, okay. It, Randy Savage, yes. and Ric Flair, they yes. were having their thing. That was new. Yes. That was like newer. I knew Nitro. it was Ric Flair, but I yeah. couldn't remember who fought. And uh, that night Gorgeous was George. Yep, that night was um, Kurt Henning and Booker T. Yes, that was the main event. And they, yes, uh, that was awesome. Yeah, nitro was, taping. Yep, nitro. Nice. Yep, we went to nitro. We went to the one of those tapings. Um, Were you guys at the nitro that all the stings showed up? That that sting showed up. Like uh, there was a sting up in the rafters, and lights went out, and there was a sting like over in the crowd, and lights went out. Then there was another sting. Like, I don't know. Were we the, at that one? And then the final. I don't think we were at that one. Then the final sting we was up on top of the entrance, and he climbed down the entrance and walked to the ring. I don't think that was a, no, no. I don't think we were at that one. We did go to WCW shows, but I do distinctly remember Booker T and Kurt Henning fighting that night. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Gorgeous George's top came off. I mean, Gene tried to cover her because that was a pretty big moment in WCW yeah. with that blooper. Because um, they were trying to do whatever they could to compete with WWF at that time because they were failing in ratings. Mm-hmm. So, did uh, Have you ever been to a War Games? No, God. I'm, uh, I oh, that would have been amazing. I know when we used to go to Norfolk Scope. Oh, I love the Norfolk Scope. Yeah, bringing nostalgia back to this boy. I filmed filmed the Ring of Honor show at the Norfolk Scope. Actually, went and saw the Rock and Roll Express flying Brian Sylvan. Nice. Um, Oh gosh, who else was there? That's my Uh, mom, by the way. (laughs) Making Dutch proud. (laughs) Yeah, I was just playing with Magnum TA. Might have been at that one. I was just playing with flying Brian Pillman on two K (laughs) seventeen. Wow. I, uh, Did y'all ever go to Slamboree? No. No, we didn't get to make any pay That was like 30 years ago because that was before Christian was born. Oh, the... the... God, show up. show me up, Mom. God. Mm-hmm. Ouch, dude. Dutch is younger than 30. Yeah, I'm 29. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. That was right before you were born. But you'll be 30 in you like there, two months. You were, there in, you were there in belly. In belly. <laughs> Not in spirit, but it's in like belly. I was, like I was there when NC State won the national championship in belly. Oh, your mom was there? 1983. Well, just to let you know, I was at a Metallica concert. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, yeah. beat me. I was in Belly. I think you were, what, seven months or something? What, Bon Jovi? No, no. You said you saw, what was it, Bon Jovi or Metallica? When I, when I was uh, still no, in the was womb. Bon Jovi when I was pregnant with you. And because of That's that, yeah. I took him to his first concert ever, which was Bon Jovi when he was 13, because I was pregnant with him when I first saw Bon Jovi. That is awesome. Boom! And guess that what? It fell awesome. on my 13th birthday. Or thir- <laughs> yeah, 13th birthday. That is awesome. But I haven't seen Metallica. <laughs> Damn it, man. She's seen Metallica, and I haven't, dude. I haven't seen Metallica. God. So, uh, so we know that you're a, a big Kevin Nash fan. So oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've known this my what? whole life, and... That's one of the reasons why I'm a Kevin Nash fan, because my mom was a Kevin Nash fan, so I support that, of course. He's a hilarious guy. What um, would happen if we got your mom to where she could meet Kevin Nash? She might uh, cry. Would you cry? Oh, I'll cry. Christian knows I'll cry. Uh-huh. I don't think she'd be able to handle it. I mean, she'd be able we to handle it. To, she, she would know how to do it, but she would cry. happen. I think we could. You want to meet Kevin me, Nash? Oh, my God. Let me talk, let me talk Brian into booking Nash for a show. And we'll make sure that he will personally. Yeah. You can uh, escort him to the ring. How about? <laughs> Look, I was starstruck when Christian finally introduced me to Ricky Steamboat. Ah, uh, he's super uh, nice guy. Was that a George South show? I was like, this. Was Christian yeah. said, Christian used to wrestle with his uh, son. Yeah, yeah, Richie Jr. Yes. 
And whenever he told me one night, he's like, come here, Mom, I got somebody I gotta, you got to meet. And I walked back there and he introduced me. I was like, oh, my God, I just <laughs> And he was nice to her, too. They, they, he was nice to her and they talked. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was. He was, he was nice, very yeah. nice. Yeah, he always been super nice. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I mean, think about this. She met Ricky Steamboat. She almost lost her crap. Just think oh. about it. She would have met, uh, oh, Kevin Ash, baby. And Are he gonna... wasn't even one of my favorites. So you can't imagine what I'd do if I saw Kevin Nash. Do you remember in the NWO when Kevin Nash Hall and Hogan would do like the Wolfpack thing and make them kiss? Yeah. Would you do yeah, that to Scott him? Scott Hall and his toothpick. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't think I've ever met Scott Hall. No, I don't, yeah, don't answer that. So, uh, talking yeah, to, but we were talking to your mom. Favorite. You don't answer any other Yeah, calls. yeah, we don't answer this other phone call. Well, we will answer it because it could yeah. be a potential. Yeah. So this is that's the phone call that we'll answer maybe that here in a little be, bit. Uh, yeah. What if, can you do, no, that's too no, much. I was about I to say, can you do, you can't do conference call? Uh, maybe. Oh, if we could do conference call with him and your mom and try to set up a Kevin Nash meeting. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, hello, uh, uh, Mr. Man. If you want to call back, not, I'm going to try and do oh, it yeah. again. Uh, he's listening. Yeah, yeah, I know he's listening. If you're listening, try and call again. about all your screw-ups, the whole show. Oh, my God, B. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. I'm new at this. This is only my ninth show. So. so Come on, ask her anything. Gosh, I had so another much. favorite wrestler, but I don't know if it's forbidden to talk about him or no, not. No, I'm going to tell you this. That's it. And I was going to say, he is in my top five, and no. I will talk about you him. Can, yeah, you can talk about him as much as you want absolutely. to. Absolutely. We, as he wrestling was, fans. He and, was like, I absolutely adored him, and I was heartbroken whenever what happened happened. Yeah. Uh, like, this This is my take on that, is I understand because WWE has sponsors and all this stuff that they have to cover themselves by not talking about them. They almost lost but their business because of it. But from a, fan's, from a fan perspective, you can't, like... You live. You can't count him out. Yeah, you live by these guys. By these guys' personas in the ring. That's all you. Right. Would, that's most people. Most time until social media got big. That's all you would ever know. Yeah. Like you look at. Uh, let's see, Chief J. Strombo. Okay. Yeah. If you if you if you take a look at him and his body of work, all you're going to remember him by is his his just that his body of work. So. So therefore. That's how you're always going to know him. Why can that not be the right. same with Chris Benoit? Sure. I mean, yes, yes, yeah. he made a mistake. Yes, he it was awful. Yes, he took lives that he shouldn't have. But, but that's that's on a personal level, on a professional level, on a fandom level. You have to appreciate what he did in wrestling. They don't ever have to speak again of his personal life. No. They don't. And this is what kills me, and I will make this very clear, and I will say this to any person. I don't care. I think Chris Benoit should go to the Hall of Fame. And I know people that will sit there and argue the fact that somebody that's done what he's done shouldn't go to the um, Hall of Fame. But I'm sorry, but this man that we're talking about carried your company for a while. He brought something so new to WCW that blew people's minds with the cruiserweight division with Eddie Guerrero. I mean, it was crazy. You got something, Bobby? Yeah. yeah I was I sorry. Mean, I'm sorry, Bobby. We got Dutch's mom and we – That's like, okay. Um. They let uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker in the Hall of Fame. And You're he, right. And he allegedly so did was... some... Well, think about this, too. Uh, on that note, Jimmy Superfly Snooker was... Um, he was never convicted. No. But he did Until have new... Hall of Fame. He did, yes. 
He was after uh, after he was inducted to the Hall of Fame. He was cleared, and then they found new evidence. When they found the new evidence, he had passed away. So therefore, he can't be convicted because he's passed away and cannot defend himself. So those that evidence doesn't hold, unfortunately. But yes, see, I, I knew did. that you would. I knew that you would see it that way because I knew how you felt about the whole Terrell Owens thing. Yes. So I figured you would feel the same way about the wrestlers. You want to go ahead and uh, discuss the Terrell Owens thing? I think Patrick's a little blown back. I don't want to keep up with Terrell Owens. What? About the Terrell, Terrell Owens. Owens thing. The... About whether, with all the trouble that he's had off field, whether he he should still. Oh, be like in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay. that's what yeah. she's. That's and that's the same way I am. Terrell Owens obviously is a Hall of Famer. I mean, look what he's and done. That's like Christian. Yeah, I knew and, you felt that way about football. That it doesn't yeah. matter. Matters your what professional you do on the field. stats or your professional yep. stats. Now. And people say you think Michael Vick should be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. I agree. And I'm going to tell you why. The reason Michael Vick deserves to be in the Hall of Fame is the same reason why Terrell Owens deserves it and Chris Benoit. They brought something different to the field. Yeah. To the ring. They innovated. They, they innovated were, the sport. Absolutely. Michael Vick was one of the very first uh, African-American quarterbacks that we saw do what he did, or just any quarterback at that we have never seen anybody rush that many yards as a quarterback mm-hmm. and carry a team he, by that, yourself. He's the one that started the rushing quarterback. Uh, mobile, being mobile, mobile. Yeah. absolutely. Uh, Steve Young, I know a lot of people will argue that fact, but you have to think about Steve Steve Young was a mobile quarterback, but he did not do what Steve Young Mike was nowhere did. near as mobile as Mike That's Mike. what I'm saying, though. But that was as mobile as we got. Yeah. I mean, like it's just how it was. But, yeah, but I think – go ahead. But there's if there, if there was one wrestler that – I, I believed acted exactly the way he was in a ring. It was Chris Benoit because he was that same character every time you ever saw him. He was the first, yeah. in my opinion, he was the first reality WWE, like reality era. He was the first person like to be him. First, yeah. yeah. He didn't talk much. I understand, I understand what you He you're was saying. there for everybody. And even when he was on, even when he was on a, uh, in a faction, he always had his people's back. Always. I mean, when he was with the Radicals, he was always the guy to take the fall for him. When yeah. he was with the Four Horsemen, he would always take the fall for him. When he was with Eddie, he took the fall for Eddie. That's right. I mean, he took... Oh, uh, love me some Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, we can't we can't be talking about all these guys. You're going to make me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> Ray but, Mysterio. Christian loved him some Ray Mysterio. I did. He's a super nice guy, too. I love Ray. Oh, you want to know something yeah. about Mom? <sighs> yeah. Talk about probably number three on her list was Ray Ray. Ray Ray? Yeah. She likes... Hold on, wait for it. She likes unmasked Rey Mysterio. Because he looks like he's 10? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> likes... I'm just not a big fan of any masked wrestler. I'm, uh, I don't <gasps> know. Ultimo Dragon, you bite your tongue, woman. Kane? Yeah. What was his name? Gold, Gold Dust? Uh, he face painted. Yeah, he's face painted. You know who that, that is, him? right? Yes. It's Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes, yes. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. You do know... Uh... She knows who that is. Oh, okay, Mom. Well, don't, well, don't, don't make our fans think that your mom doesn't know professional wrestling. She does. Because she does. You know his brother, Cody? Yes. You know he's a Ring of Honor champion right now? No, I did not know that. Yeah, he won it a month? Does your mom know about Ring of Honor? I don't know if she knows now, about... I haven't... Go ahead. I haven't watched wrestling since I've moved up here. I, I need to start uh... watching it again, but... Well, this is well. Decent. This is what we're gonna do. All right, we're gonna throw out a formal invite to Dutch's mom bum, to bum, come bum. to Cabrera's Arena August twentieth 
and you have a free ticket, front row ticket, to Come sit on. and watch PWX, which is the company that I help run and Dutch works for us. And you know why she'll like it? Why? Because it's not watered down. Two, there's you, not I, a lot I, of promos. I can guarantee that you'll have the time of your life, and it'll make you like love wrestling. I mean, you already love wrestling, but it will, will rekindle your fire for wrestling. That nostalgia. This is going to be awesome. I'm so excited. It's going to happen. You going to come? Yes, I'm coming. I'll go to work tomorrow and ask for that day off. There it is. Yes, you have it. It's on a Sunday you afternoon. Gonna, you going to make a sign that says, I'm Dutch's mom? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, I don't know if you've met my mom, but this is my mother, if you want to say hey. Nice to meet you, Dutch's mom. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. <laughs> That's Bobby. She does have a name. It's Tawana. Or Tammy, whatever uh, you want to call it's her. It's going to be Dutch's mom. Okay, we'll just call her Dutch's mom. Forever. Yeah, everybody calls me that, so it's okay. Or it's mom. It's going to be like a segment Or Mama on Dutch. It's going to be, yes. A lot of them call I me Mama Dutch. Dutch. Oh, that's even better, Mama Dutch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're going to have a segment like every third show. And have her come back on and, and tell us what she thinks about show. wrestling. Welcome back, Mama Dutch. <laughs> Welcome back, Mama Dutch. I like it. Every third show. <laughs> that's it. Well, we're, we're going to quit taking up your time. But uh, yes, uh, in, all, in, anyway. all, in all seriousness, you are you are seriously formally invited to come to the PDX, next PWX show. I have a front row ticket for you. Well, I thank you. Even, I, I will be there. I won't I even will ask be there, Brian. and I will be happy. Okay. Thanks, awesome. Mom. Thank you very much. Right, I love, love you, you Christian. Love you. <laughs> I tell my mom I love oh, her anytime I your leave. Mom's awesome. I love my mom, and I tell people uh, about my mom all the time. Is she is my best friend. She is like I've like she was never that mom that was like you can't do that. If I had something up, she would be like, "Hey, all right." If before you need we, before we finish, B, if you want to call back in, you can because Dutch's phone sucks. He don't have an Apple iPhone like that we do. You know do. what? And he can't do conference call. There's always two phone. words. But call back in because B's tried to call in a few times. And we never got him on, so we're gonna get him on this time. Yeah, call call back B. You can plug your. Big show coming up that I just plugged with Dutch's mom. <laughs> we just plugged And the I hell apologize out of it. for giving away free row tickets. <laughs> He's like, what am I going to. My apologies. Let's see if Dutch messes this up. This is your last chance, Dutch, to get it right. All right, guys. Those those of you who listen to this and know that we we don't we never promote this company very much. The promotion but, we never promote. <laughs> yeah, the promotion that we never promote, but we probably should. In fact, we might do like a whole PWX episode the week before the show. Absolutely, that'd be awesome. Just because Brian's wanted me to. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the power behind the P in PWX <laughs> Power Wrestling Experience. Now, Premier Wrestling Experience, the biggest company in uh, the Carolinas. <clears throat> and maybe the southeast. I like so, it. I like it. So, Brian, welcome to the show. What's up, gentlemen? How are you? Your phone sounds so much better than Dutch's mom. <laughs> she was hot, wasn't she? She's like, she was hot. Right, you right. like you come in like all subtle, like you're professional at this. And that 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 Dutch, hey Dutch man, your your mom's mic was like on fire. You know yes. Yeah, I know. It was like, good lord, <laughs> I literally had to turn my phone down. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, this is, ladies and gentlemen, but, this is this is Brian. Brian. Somehow, whenever I turn this knob, the other one goes up. But this yeah. is Brian. He is the owner of Premier Wrestling Experience based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. And uh, me and Brian are like brothers because we talk to each other at least ten times a day. 
I was going to say, not a week. A day, no, probably. ten times a day, right, Brian? <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 probably a day. I talk to Patrick more than I do family members, so yes. it's 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 yes, he is he is uh, my brother from another mother. Yes, so and I can say that because I know Pat's mom. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting all the moms involved today. Yeah, yes, we are. So, yeah, Brian, do you, 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 you want to talk mom? about you want to talk about PWX, or you want to talk about you got a subject to talk about? Well, I don't know because I I heard a rumor that this is the anti PWX. Uh, it is not podcast. the anti PWX right? podcast. It is the open forum podcast that I don't want people to think I created just to talk about PWX. That's true. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did. Uh, we talked about some PWX for a while one we, day. Yeah, well, we'll do we'll do the PWX episode if yeah. you'll promote our show on your. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. I mean, no, I want it. We should do the PWX. Minutes. I should use this platform. Sixty minutes, right? I want to make it. Uh, very clear that we definitely need to get some of those guys on here. Yeah, agreed. absolutely. Because uh, I would love to have somebody like a character like Ethan Case or the Ugly Ducklings. Oh yeah. Or maybe get in the mind of Anthony. Whatever the hell's going on in there with the past couple shows, I like to really dig in their brains and see what's going on. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, let's mean, dig in Brian's brain right now. A yeah. ton of characters, a ton of characters in ring, and a ton of characters behind the scenes. That's yes. definitely for yes. sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's dig into Brian's brain. What's going on? Uh, nothing, man. Just uh, got a lot of stuff in the works. Got some stuff coming up. Uh, got a motorcycle driving the wrong way on the freeway right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm in, <laughs> I, I'm in the car. And, the life um, of Indian today Lake, has South been, Today's been pretty cool. We're actually... Uh, you know, everybody, everyone's like, well, what are you working on? Are you working on August? I'm like, August is pretty much done. I'm working on, you know. September. And yeah, we have a huge. Patrick with us later. We have a huge you know, announcement. I'm working on September. We have a huge announcement that we're about to announce for our August show. Oh, yeah. Are you going to do it here? Wink, wink. No, we can't do it here. Boo. We have to, when you, the, the problem, can't do it here. the problem with indie wrestling, not the problem. But when you start talk, when you start dealing with bigger players in professional wrestling and bigger platforms, then yeah. you have to run everything by them before you start announcing stuff. Absolutely, I'm sure so, it's whatever so it is that's gonna joined. be nice. So, oh yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna God. be fun. I don't me even and, me know. Me and Brian worked really hard to try to make, to make this work. I don't so. even know, and, I, and I'm like you don't itching to know. You know after we go off there. Oh yeah, I am, and, and Patrick, I'm totally jealous. I wasn't on that conference call. Um, I really wanted to, you know, get some Skype. Skype stalking. Yeah, <laughs> I'll send I'll send you all the info, and we'll, I'm sure we'll do another one here soon. I've already sent the email out for it. That, okay, cool. So what? Uh, so, so you little, did little hear about the on. whole uh, Kevin Ash ordeal, huh? Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, he was listening. <laughs> yes. So, so I, I was listening. You know, is that what you were trying to call in for? On, yes. Yeah. Because I was I was going to say I was like I'll make I'll make a okay Dutch. You know so many people in Concord, North Carolina. I do. I'll make you this proposition. Okay. Okay. You you get every every member of Wrestling Seven Hundred Four. Shout out to them. Okay. Uh, you get every like member it. of Wrestling Seven Hundred Four. You get all your friends you graduated with. You if we pack it out to the point where we're standing room only in Gold Hall Two. Okay. In August twentieth, I, I will guarantee you and your mom with a handshake. That I will book Kevin Abbott within six months. I like that. Man, and your mom will get a sit-down talk with Kevin Nash. God. You know you shouldn't have yep, done that because I'm, I'm making this happen, yep. baby. I love it. Kevin Nash is going to meet my mother. My mother is going to meet Kevin Nash and cry her eyes out. 
Like, it's going to – the waterworks, baby. God, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be great. So, uh, right now so, – I, I know Bobby. Like, I know Bobby's in it. Yeah. He's in Wrestling 704, so he's going to promote it. I'm going to promote it. And all the people that are in Wrestling 704 that are listening, they're going to make this happen because we're a family in that group. Yep. Damn it. And we're going to make this happen. And when Mama cries, we attend to her. So, that's what we're doing. Thank you, Brian. Love it. No problem. <laughs> so, I'm – I, one thing that Patrick has learned about me is I negotiate for a living. Oh, so yes. I'm going to put a little, you know, I, I'll put a little something out there for you. You okay. know what I mean? I'll give you a time frame, you know, and I'm giving you a time frame because I, I'm just now starting my advertising for August, and we're already halfway sold out of all the VIPs already. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how we roll. So we want this show sold so, out. Got you. Sold out. Not to mention sold the Riddle out. and ACH are going to be there. Oh, ACH. I mean, that's going to be nice. Exactly. The He's show, very alone, the show yeah. alone is going to be worth it. But, I mean, if, if, if Dutch's mom wants to, to meet Kevin Nash, we will find a way to make it happen. That, that's, that's what we're all about, right, Ron? We're making, dream, making dreams come true. So. <laughs> that's, what, that's why we do all this. Feel it's the not experience. about money, is it, Ron? That's it right there. Feel the experience. It is all, it is, it is all about the X in PWX, and the X stands yep. for experience. Absolutely. And, you know, that's the one thing about PWX I've uh, always had is every time I've ever had people come to the show, they absolutely love the performance. They love the entire show as an entirety. Like, people love this stuff. Uh, we just had one of our buddies, between me and Patrick, one of our mutual uh, guys that we know, he loved it. He thought it was one of the best things he had seen. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Charlotte show with uh, Evolve, which mm-hmm. was really, really good, and they loved it. Uh, his son, even more. He was like, that's better than I've ever seen anything on TV. Yeah. That's good. Because it, it, they let the yep. wrestlers do creative in the ring. Yeah, we and let the something. wrestlers be themselves. Correct. Absolutely. And, and give them I, the ability to tear the house down every show. And I think that's why. Every match, every show. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so, Brian, we're going to have to jump off so. here because our time is up. And we got we still have to get problem. the we have to still have to get the ROH recap from our special guest Bobby. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't forget, yeah. hey Patrick, uh, if, do you want to do you want to announce the little? Uh, oh yeah, I mean I'll let you, you can, I'll let you announce it. Because we're, okay. we're about to put you it up, to, we're going to put it up on share, the. I can Facebook share you. Page. We, we, I can do that little exclusive for you if y'all want. Yeah, please. All right, yeah. All right, here's here's an exclusive. So, me and Patrick. We, we came up with this thing, what was that, three, four years ago, the best wrestling in the Southeast. So I want to stand behind that. So here's, here's what we're going to do, and this is going to be from now on, okay? Uh, we're going to give it a little experiment this month, see how it goes, see what the, see what the results are. I'm, I'm big on analytics, so I definitely want to see what our results are before we permanently put it in place. But here's a challenge for you, Dutch, okay? Let's say you had or you know of 200 people that went to the Ring of Honor show um, that I also was at on Saturday, okay? Okay. Let's say they kept their ticket as a souvenir. Okay. Okay? Let's say they have email proof that they even got tickets and ordered tickets. Okay. Okay? Even the, even the receipt, okay? If you bring that anything within 30 days of August 20th, okay? So from July 20th through August 20th, Here's what we're going to do. Any ticket whatsoever that is remaining at the door, we will give $5 off with you proving that you went to any other wrestling 
within the past 30 days, okay? Any wrestling. We want you to compare any wrestling, okay? We want Because Ring of Honor is still t- technically considered a super indie to some, so we're going to say any independent wrestling within 30 days. Any, I don't care. You can go to a WWE show in Fayetteville because that was within 30 days, and we're going to count that as well. Okay, that's pretty any good deal. Any wrestling within 30 days, five bucks off any ticket remaining at the door. You bring proof that you went to a, any wrestling event, and I want you to compare our show to any wrestling that's out there right now and save. Okay, it's basically it's the same thing. I'm in the car business full time. I'm in the wrestling business full time. But I was like, hey, everyone does this compare and save. Everyone does this price guarantee. My value for the dollar and our value at PWX, I'm going to stand behind it. But I'm also going to give you a discount to compare it to whatever wrestling you've seen within 30 days. Absolutely. I like that because that's really going to draw a crowd. Because they're going to do the compare and buy that you were talking about. I mean, you have PWX, in my opinion, is some of the best wrestling I've ever seen. I love it. So I think that is a great idea to do the $5 off of any or off of a PWX ticket when you just went to another wrestling show. Absolutely. So they can compare that. So it's really people can do that by everyone's got a smartphone so they can show, hey, I ordered Ring of Honor tickets three weeks ago and went to the Ring of Honor show. Here's my ticket stub from Ring of Honor. Most everybody, if they go to a live show, they're going to keep this stub. Yeah, absolutely. You still got your uh, ticket, Bobby? Yep. There you go. $5 off, baby. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> I like it. So, That's a great idea. The, here, now, this is why Brian's the marketing genius. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm a gambler, okay? So here's your gamble, okay? Here's the gamble, all right? You can either, A, buy a ticket, okay, and guarantee your seat, or... You can get in for the low, low price, $10 in general admission from our regular 15, 15 bucks GA. You know what I'm saying? Or let's say you're going to bring you and three of your friends, okay? You can get, uh, what am I doing four packs of general admission for, Patrick? Why bucks? are you asking? I don't have, uh, let me see. I think you say, I don't, I think you save like $15 or something like that. Mm. If you do okay, a four pack, so it's, something it's 15, like that. It's 15 to 20 bucks off, so I'll. Let's just say you're going to get five bucks off a general admission ticket as or a, a four pack. So I mean, you can get in, I think, for thirty five dollars for four people. That's good. That's really nice. About the same cost of well, with fees, probably pretty close to what a one general admission ticket was on the floor at uh, Ring of Honor. Pretty close to that, I think. Yeah, I heard one hundred and twenty five bucks for a front row ticket at, at ROH. So what? Is that right, Bobby? Yeah. What? Is $125 for a front row ticket at Ring of Honor? Uh, Do you know? I know you didn't sit front row, but did no. you, did, when you looked up tickets, did you see that? No, not, not that. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, they were 75 to uh, $125 in the first three rows, Pat. Just to let you know, it has uh, already begun. Yeah, it's already been put the on promoting for, Wrestling 704. Yep, Wrestling 704 <laughs> right now is promoting uh, <laughs> the tickets. They're promoting the Kevin Nash. They're making – this is happening, guys. It's going to be a packed show, just saying. And and you got the exclusive here. If you're listening to this on Wednesday or you don't have the exclusive anymore, that's why you have to listen to this show live. Brian, just put <laughs> it out there. 
Thank you, Brian. And uh, yeah, we're gonna put it on the Facebook page here soon, right, Brian? The compare, yeah. the so compare, as soon as you, and as, you as Patrick, as soon as you send that graphic, I'll I know. Be, we'll, I slack. Uh, you gotta throw, why you throw me under the bus, Brian? Safe. Why you throw me under the bus? <laughs> All right, Brian, Brian. Thank you for calling, bud. I'll be All on right, the phone with you, you for having me. shortly. Yeah, we'll All see right. you uh, later. I'll see you in August. Hi, right, buddy. All right, sounds good. All right, before before just just to another highlight for your mom, uh, you know Jeff uh, from Baltimore. I think he's from Baltimore. He's yeah, from yeah, 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 down, yeah. Ed's Ed's a good friend that used to promote with Ed. Yeah. Uh, he sent us a message on our live chat through uh, Spreaker. Yeah. That he spent two hours in a car with Chris Benoit and Terry Funk in 1994, oh driving my them from gosh. Ed's ACW show. I could only imagine how amazing that was to an ECW show. That's great. That's what we like. I, I, I got to get Ed on here. That like would we be need great. We need to have an Ed's own episode. Yeah. Like he can call or he can drive up here. Or Don't we matter. Can, we just, yeah. Let's just get him on here, baby. Yes, we need Ed on here. Ed. So, Jeff, thank you for shooting in that fact. Dude, Jeff, if if anybody comes to a PW, we were, since we're talking about PWs, we're going to talk about PWs. And then we're running a little long today, but we're going okay. to, we're gonna, we got, we, hey, we brought Bobby in and we promised Bobby he was going to get this ROH recap. And he was going to get that. We weren't there and he, he needs to give us ROH recap. So, we're going to give him that. But, yeah, if you ever see Jeff, at a show, if you don't know what he looks like, just ask me or Brian or Dutch or any of us, and we'll point you in the right direction. And, uh, yeah, talk to Jeff and talk to Ed. Everybody knows who Ed is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, Jeff, but Ed's got a little bit more publicity <laughs> than you. Still but, love you. Uh, yeah, so, like, talk to those guys, because every, every time I sit down and talk with them, it's amazing. And Ed shares, like, he'll send us messages with old posters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just yeah. a plethora of knowledge between those two, back in the, like, promoting back in the day. Absolutely. But, yeah. So, all right. So, we're going to get the last topic. You're going to get the topic bill, Bobby. So, when I say go, Bobby, you just roll. You have 30? your ROH. No, no, no. 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 Oh, okay. We're good. You got 30 seconds. Okay. Okay. So, this is your recap, Bobby. This is your time to shine, okay? This is what you set here, and we forgot about you during Dutch's mom, or her mama Dutch. It's all good. On here. <laughs> so, Bobby, three, two, bail. Missed topic. Okay. So, uh, Bobby, Ring of Honor recap. This was over the weekend. In Concord, North Carolina, at the Cabarrus Arena Event Center. Great show. It was my first time going to Ring of Honor. So, I got to say, it was awesome. I seen Kenny King, Frankie Kazarian, The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, Cody Rose, Ring of Honor World Champ, and the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champs, The Young Bucks. And uh, it was just, it was a four-episode taping. Okay, so so tell us how how did the episode like how did they do it? Give us a rundown of how they did how they did the taping. So what they did, uh, they did uh, they did two episodes, then they did an intermission, mm-hmm. then intermission where uh, the wrestlers did autograph sessions. Oh, did they come out and all that stuff? Oh yeah. Okay. And they did this before the event too. But they only had select wrestlers before, right? Yeah, they okay. Bully Ray. Was there Cody, the Young Bucks. Bucks? Yeah. You said Bully Ray. Yeah, Bully Ray's in Ring of Honor now. What? Yeah. You didn't know this? I'm sold. Yeah. Dude, no. I mean, Cody was good enough for me, and I was watching Cody's matches. But word, dude, yeah. I love Bully we'll Ray. Pull up, we'll pull up some stuff. But after the intermission, they went back and they did two more episodes. Now, the first three that they did, they're gonna air them at a later date, and the fourth one was live. So it was nah, just like live, like live to tape. Yeah. So like, like it wasn't broadcast live. It was just 
it was like a live to tape, so they filmed it like it was a live episode. Well, well, I mean, it was broadcast live. Was it? I, yeah. But I, I mean, it was a wonderful experience, and um, I how told. Was the, how was the wrestling? Dude, the wrestling was awesome. How like how long total duration was the show? Like four or five hours. What time did it start? I I, I say it started. It started a little bit after seven. And what time did it end? Like around twelve or eleven? Uh, I say a little bit after eleven. So about wow. four hours. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad for four TV tapings. But uh, I'm and, sure their TV tapings. But if you they, have if your, the TV tapings are an hour, then that's like 45 minute runtime. Uh, with like after you take out ads and stuff. I was gonna say, and of course you have your downtime. Yeah, that's the only thing. There's a lot of downtime. It's the same thing as like as well. It used to be SmackDown tapings when they tape live to tape. Is that it would there would be so much downtime? It'd be so hard to so hard to stay motivated for an entire like four episodes of television. Go ahead, Bobby. Oh yeah. And of course, I couldn't help myself getting the American Nightmare, yeah, Ring of Honor World Champ Cody Rose, who's a member of the Bullet Club, by the way. Shout out to the Bullet Club. <laughs> I love you so much, Bobby. Bobby's awesome. God, I love you, dude. Well, uh, I told Dutch this before um, the show started that uh, I met Christopher Daniels, the fallen angel. Frankie Kazarian was there. Mm-hmm. And I yelled. I said to both of them, you two are the man. He was like. You two are the you, one man. You two are the one man. Yeah. And Christopher Daniels <laughs> was like. they're a unit. Christopher Daniels was like, of course we are, but there's two of us, so it's men. <laughs> of course he would say that. But I bet he said it with a smile, and he went, he always does that. He always they gives smirk. you that look and smiles at you. like It's like a fake smile, but he's actually like happy. Like, I'll tell you, you want me to tell you a Christopher Daniels story? I would I love, love to hear one. WrestleCon in San Jose. Um, WrestleCon San Jose. I was getting, well, I'll, I'll tell you these, these two, and then we'll end on that. Bob, do you have any more to add, Bobby? We're, we're, we're gonna give you like your shout out and all that stuff. I uh, think that was it. Uh, okay, just a great show. So this is this is the two the two people that blew my mind. Like I had met Christopher Daniels a few times when I worked for Ring of Honor from like two thousand seven two thousand nine. So goofball then. And yeah, oh yeah, just awesome. Like very very like I'm not gonna say goofball. He's very prof- he's always been very professional. Yeah, like, he's, his professionalism is on point all the time. Taking I've never pretty seen unparalleled. him be. I've met. I've never seen him be unprofessional at any point. Sure. And um. So, uh, the first person, like I was standing, I was putting up lights because we were getting ready for the big WrestleCon super show. And this little, uh, Japanese guy comes up to me and he's like, uh, are, are you Patrick? And I was like, <laughs> yes. And he goes, Oh, me Liger, Liger. And I was like, what? The Liger? The Liger. No. And I was like, JTL. Okay. Yes. And I was like, okay. And like no oh. mask, no mask at all. Like just him, just a little guy. I was like, yeah. What He's does like, it look like? Uh, Don't tell me. Don't I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you all fair. Okay. Yeah. And uh, like, and, I'll, and then I'll get, I'll get to something else. And this isn't a, this isn't me name dropping or stories about me. This is just an amazing story. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> what are you doing, Sai? Sorry. Uh, so Sai tried to get on top of the chair and he totally fell off. <laughs> Murdered my printer. <laughs> so uh, so he's like, uh, do you do you have music? You have my music? I have my music. And I was like, no, 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 I already have it. And he's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Also, oh, he had his own so, music on a yes, thumb drive? Yes, Okay. So it might not have been a thumb drive because he just said, I have my music. And I was oh, okay. like, dude, for somebody to be a legend in professional wrestling and be that have be on that level of like, okay, I know people that, that are nobodies in professional wrestling that come to independent shows that don't have their music. 
Right. Like Liger, who is a legend, legend, carried his music, offers his music. That's just awesome. Just in case you need it. Which That's was awesome. insane. So right after he walks away, I was still putting up lights, and Daniels goes, Patrick. And I go, yeah, Chris. And he walks over to me and he's like, listen, I know it's short notice, and I apologize, but oh, let him go out with you. Let Odie go out with you. And he says, I apologize, short but notice. is there any way that you can get the Legion of Doom entrance music for me and Frankie tonight? Oh. And I was like, yeah, and this is when they were they dress up like Legion of Doom sometimes, and I was like, yeah, were they yeah, yeah. mocking them or no, no, no? It was like a tribute to them. Oh, okay. And they like they come out with the face paint. They had sure, the tights sure. and stuff. God, and I they, wish I they had another that. name for them. The something of Doom, like yeah. it wasn't Legion, but uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I, I'll, I'll download it whenever I finish putting up lights. He's like, dude, I really appreciate it. This will be fun. It'll be awesome. I appreciate you, Patrick. And he walks off, and I'm like, okay, the, like these. <laughs> okay, I got two of probably the the most. Notable names in in American professional wrestling and Japanese, and Japanese modern in, or, day, yeah, modern day professional yeah. wrestling, and both of them are that professional and that nice about it. And the thing, this is the thing that I want people to to really understand is about a good ninety five percent of the wrestlers that you meet in the business are more professional to you than they are to anybody else. Like people that yeah. in production to another wrestler to somebody that is their boss, like. It's all about respect in the company, and that's what's really awesome is that Christopher Daniels approached you like you were a big time or something, and he was just like, hey, man, hey, please, 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 and, you know, like, the respect, like you were saying, is there. That's awesome. Yeah. And, that I mean, that's awesome. like, it's, that's, that shows you the professionalism just the of thing, people, people that understand what production does to a wrestling show. It doesn't matter how big certain wrestlers get. They're always humble. Yeah. Um, I we talked about it earlier, Cody. Cody. And that's the one I was oh going to touch God, on man. is when we were at WrestleCon and I ran into him and he walked up to me and said, hey, man, you're the BWX guy. And I was like, yeah, he remembers you. Yeah, that's me. And he was Every like. Every time I see Cody from the time that I first met him and yeah. then when he did PWX, he always is like, hey, Patrick, how you doing, bud? Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, that's me. And he's like, hey, man, I don't know where I'm going. Could you yeah. show me where the locker room is? And I was yeah. like, yeah. Sure, follow me, man. And I'm like, trot my ass down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. And I hear Brandy say, who's he? And he's like, oh, that's the PWX guy. You need anything? He'll go do it for you. And nice. I was like, I wanted to be like, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> I love you, Cody Rhodes. I love you, Cody. You start crying. <laughs> I was like, that's, it, it's just, it's an awesome feeling. Like, oh, yeah. To Sammy, be appreciated by Like, him. Sammy Callahan, when I've met oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, Super Sammy's nice guy. Awesome. Make sure you're good. Hey, man, do you need anything? You're yeah. good? All right, man. Like, and Sammy's Great. very appreciative as well. Very, very, man. But, yeah, you're right. These guys, they really look out for each other and the people in the business, even if you're not a wrestler. So, All right. So I guess that's that's a full show. That was that a full was show. Fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. What's your problem? Bobby's made the doggy mad. That, Good job, dude. Yeah. <laughs> our, our official dog of the show, Odie, is growling at everybody. Bar. Probably because he's like, Listen, he's like he's like our director, <laughs> and he's like he's like our program director, and he's like uh, it's one for his eight forty seven. Yeah, he's been on us like, for about past like seventeen you're minutes. Seventeen minutes over, <laughs> guys. Like we we only have a certain amount of time we can do this per, per week, <laughs> so uh, we need to wrap this bad boy. Let's up. wrap it up. So, Bobby, you're not on all the time, but I appreciate you joining us. It was a ball having you on here. Appreciate hey. you. Uh, it's fun having having a third party in here to talk. It and is. I mean, we I, I love the call call ins we had, but it was awesome having Bobby in, and it was awesome having Mama Dutch in. 
Yeah, well, and if anybody's listening, made this entire show. You know, we've already said it. Come to the August twentieth show. Yeah, sell out August twentieth at Cabarrus Arena in Cabarrus Concord, North Carolina. There you go. There you heard it. Say it one more time. August twentieth. It's called Eye of the Beholder. Mm-hmm. And there's another major announcement that's going to happen later this week oh, that God. makes it even bigger than it already is. Oh right. And, we, and what we want to uh, do is pack this one out so my mother can meet Kevin Nash. Let's make Brian, this happen. Brian, the owner of PWX, has made a statement that if we pack out Gold Hall Two at Cabarrus Arena in Concord, North Carolina. On August 20th, that was the plug. Yep, August 20th. <laughs> For PWX, I'm the beholder, that he will he will make it happen. And we will record it and put it on our website. Absolutely. Of Dutch's mom meeting Kevin Nash. God, Bobby? Just want to say, I would love to meet Kevin Nash as well. Oh, Bobby, don't bust up in on Mama Dutch's time, Bobby. <laughs> Sorry. We'll I just make ha- that happen, too. I just had to say it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, Bobby, you're not on all the time. Me and Dutch are on all the time. So, give, tell people where they can find you on social media. In case you want to, in case you want to talk some wrestling, uh, you can find me on Twitter, social media at Steeler Fan Bobby, uh, Facebook. We, we look me up on Facebook, on uh, Bobby Malden. Uh, talk about wrestling. I know my wrestling stuff, so if you want to ask me some wrestling questions, I will be more than happy. To try my best to answer them the best way I can. Absolutely. And he will tell you too that you are the man. Some wrestling man. <laughs> God, Patrick, you make me. Oh, Bobby, you, I love you, Bobby. Love y'all too. Bobby, right. thank you for joining us, Sai. Thank you for being our soundboard tonight. Yeah, thank you. Bobby's playing the high pitched horn. <laughs> and then our director, our, our director dog. Odie, the official dog of the show. Which you heard at, immediately at the beginning of the show. So. Yes, you did. So he, he barked, he growled, he howled. And now he's telling us to get the hell off the air. <laughs> so, guys, this is a long show, but uh, we had fun. So, for Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Patrick, I'm Dutch. And that's our show for today. Peace. <laughs>